All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage has begun as we're throwing it down here. Sports Grid Studios, FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands on a very busy uh, day, International uh, Football League. It's the NFL Elite Eight uh, this weekend, uh, but uh, coaches have been uh, signing some pretty big contracts uh, over the last uh, couple hours, including Matt Rule, and it's not with the New York Giants. Uh, People uh, right now in New York are basically uh, still in a state of shock after Joe Judge has been uh, given the keys to the New York Giant football organization. A man that has the same amount of head coaching experience as the man that steps up right now, the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. You ever coached at any level before, Cam? You ever been a head coach? Like, were you ever in charge of, like, you know, any game at any time? Actually, what I did in high school, though, I was our kicker because I played soccer as a kid, so I was also our field goal kicker. So I also helped the coaches out with special teams, like trick plays, you know what I mean, onside kick, stuff like that, alignments. We all, like the coaches in our league game, it wasn't like a normal school. Like these guys were pretty well stooges. They needed help from the kids. They were just there basically babysitting so the other school wouldn't go and like and basically have a gang war with the other team. They didn't know anything about anything. So the players kind of ran the asylum. Our school team pretty sucked pretty hard too. I'm not going to lie to you. We weren't a, we weren't very good, but our running back Granville Mares is one of the fastest sprinters in Canada actually. He's uh, I think he's on YouTube too. He set like a benching record and I know him very very well. Said hi to me. I ran into the ball the other day and uh, yeah, the guy's an absolute beast. He could have played in the NFL if he didn't get a girlfriend pregnant. Like he was amazing. So that's your uh, that's your uh, coaching experience. Yeah, you know special a fast teams dude. kicking. <laughs> you know a fast dude. Yeah, you know. Yes, there's I, a fast I, I dude on your team in high school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like you know, one of the best job interviews. I forget who it was. He actually got the job too. He cracked the joke. He cracked a joke um, at the press conference about, uh, they said, any experience with the Pac-12 before? And uh, he responded, I did watch the Rose Bowl the other day. <laughs> it's like, it's like okay. this is like one of these staying in Holiday and Express type of deals. Any head coaching experience? No, but I did stay in a Holiday and Express uh, last Hard night, today. which is a campaign that needs to be brought back, uh, actually. So, listen, people... People were 1 million percent convinced that Matt Rule was going to be the head coach of the New York Giants. I was not one of them. I brought up on countless occasions that Matt Rule is his own guy. He got offered the jet job and walked out because he didn't have control of the, um, of the coaching decisions, the coaching hires. He got offered the job in Eugene with the Ducks at the same time he got offered the Baylor job. I thought he was crazy at the time for taking the Baylor job. He takes the Baylor job. He's only there for a couple of years. He parlays that into a monster fat contract with the Carolina Panthers that the Giants just couldn't match. It didn't want to match. We'll hit that and more. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Right, back to live action, fellas. I see that uh, Larry David of uh, Seinfeld fame uh, was on um, the radio earlier in the day in New York uh, with uh, Michael Kay. And uh, he says that he told, I guess he's a Jet guy, He and he, it's not he's not joking. He said that he called the New York Jets and told them, you guys got to draft this Lamar Jackson guy, and uh, they laughed at him. <laughs> 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 they laughed at him. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe Larry David should be an NFL GM, you know? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Seems to have a good eye. That's great. So right <laughs> now, a lot of people are laughing at the New York Giants and this hire. And, you know, Cam, it's, it's crazy because you want teams to take a chance. And you see, you know, yeah. like, oh, Ron Rivera got hired right away. Yep. And, uh, well, Mike McCarthy is back. McCarthy. And are yep. these guys really going to move the needle? Like, does no. anyone think, oh, yeah, Mike McCarthy, they're going to the Super Bowl now. No, they'll be 9-7. and seven. They'll be 10-6. Yep. and six. Yep. They'll be sure. exactly sort of, you know, they'll be good. They won't be great. And then, you know, I'm always like, well, give, you know, give people a chance. But when I say give people a chance, I mean give people a chance that actually have actually done something before. Yes. In a sense, uh, this Joe Judge hire, there's a lot to not like about it. You know, number one, the fact is he's 38 years old. He's never coached at any level before. He's never been a head coach. He's never run a practice before. He's never had a press conference before. He's never dealt with players before. Like, it's, it's insane. You know, and he's not even a head special teams coach. He was like special teams coordinator, assistant, this and that. If you look at his like resume cam, you know, it sounds like a guy that's working his way up the ladder. But he just, you know, he just went from the mailroom, like to to but to being the CEO, President. which yeah. is yeah, it's crazy. Not to mention, like if he was such a boy genius, how come he wasn't higher up on on the Pats like uh, scale here? Like, how come Belichick wasn't like, yeah, this kid's a genius. He's in on the defensive meetings with us. Exactly. You know, Cam, he played football. You know what position he played? He was a punter. (laughs) Joe Judge. (laughs) No, even when I saw it, Judge was was a punter. I I thought the story was a mistake. Like, when I read it, I'm like, Joe Judge, it's got to, no. And then you just keep on, like, what? What are these guys doing? (laughs) It's crazy, Gabe. And here's the most important one, too. Name me one New England Patriot coach and disciple of Belichick that's been a good head coach in the NFL, that's been successful. I'll keep waiting. None. Patricia blows. Vrabel's not a disciple. He played for him. So Mike Vrabel never coached under Bill Belichick at all. Not once. Not for half a day. Just a player. 
Yeah, so, yeah can't yeah, hold none. it against him. He played in the league. Nope. Not if you if you go down the list, Matt Patricia is a disaster. All right, the guy has won like nine games in two years on a football team that won nine games every year. Um, even he hasn't even won nine games. He he hasn't even won uh, nine games. Matt Patricia is a disaster. Josh McDaniels was terrible with Denver, took the Indianapolis job and stiffed them. Quit. Charlie yeah. Weiss is still cashing checks and eating steaks on people's uh, contracts that he was given <laughs> as being a head coach. We can go down the list. There's no one. Like, the closest anyone has ever come to being some, somewhat semi-successful is Romeo Cornell. And the fact of the matter is, Romeo Cornell has been around the National Football League for like 50 years, Cam. All right? Yeah, I read a story about Joe Theismann when he broke his leg. Romeo Cornell was, like, on the sidelines that night. Like, the guy's been in the league forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was yeah. around long before Belichick. Romeo Cornell's not a Belichick guy. Romeo Cornell's a guy that's been in the league forever and has coached with, uh, with Belichick a couple of times. Right? Uh, there's a difference between being you know, a Belichick guy. Like I said, not one of these guys have been good. Like I said, I can understand Josh McDaniels. Like, I can get Josh McDaniels. You can say, all right, listen, he's called plays. Yeah, he's called plays in the Super Bowl. He's won big games. He's won, like, four Super Bowls as an offensive coordinator. He's been in the room with Belichick. I can live with that. You're, you just, like, reached for a special teams coordinator, and I'm not holding anything against a special teams coach, but he's a special teams coordinator who's never, like, led anything. He was never, oh, he was the wide receivers coach as well for some reason or another. And we know that the Patriot wide receivers were great this year, right? It's like Matt Patricia got the job with Detroit for being a defensive guy when the Patriots' defense sucked when he was there. NFL GMs are whacked out, bro. That's why the same teams suck all the time. And I don't know, like Joe Judge rolls out now. And that's his first time ever doing a press conference. It's his first time ever having a preseason game. The guy's never run a practice before. Now he's going to be running an NFL team. You got a quarterback in, in your second year, and you just hire a coach that has less experience in the NFL than your quarterback does. Come Crazy. on. Another, not another thing. Think about this. All the guys that they hire, right? So they look for that little flash in the pan. Why? Why do you think Ron Rivera? And McCarthy are sought-out guys because it's exactly what you said off the top. Nine and seven. Ten and six. Consistency. It's kind of like waking up in the morning at Rivera Restaurant. You know you're getting bacon, eggs, toast, coffee. We're getting there. We know it's $4.99 for the platter. Everything they do, we know what we're going to get. It's safe. Look at McVay, Gabe. When he came out, he was the darling. Ooh, McVay. What a genius. This guy's got so so the first year it works and the second year it doesn't. So they roll out these vanilla guys because at least over time they're pretty consistent over time, right? They have this is what they do usually, you know, fighting for a playoff spot. They don't have the wicked year, crap year, wicked. You know what I mean? It's consistency. But I have no idea about this hire. I don't know if they're trying to save money. It almost seems like a practical joke. Like when you look at the names, this guy wasn't even on the radar. It's kind of like in a golf tournament, he would have been other. They would have not even like listed him at like two thousand to one. No. I don't even know. You know what I'm Matt saying? Matt Rule. So, Matt crazy. Rule was the preferred candidate by everybody, including the New York yes. Football Giants. It yes. all started 
with the Giants were supposed to go to Waco, Texas to meet Matt Rule. All right, that was the plan. We're going to come to Waco. We're going to sit down. Let's talk. The Giants then told him yesterday, no, 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 you got to come to East Rutherford on Tuesday to meet us. The Panthers went to Waco yesterday and said, no, no, no reason for you to go to New York. We'll give you the money right now. Exactly. Like the Giants, like basically let him go. And now the Giants are spinning it, Cam, that they informed Matt Rule last night that they were going to hire Joe Judge. That's why that's he BS. took the Panther job. That's <laughs> it's straight total up garbage. That's a, that, that's a lie. And <laughs> people that cover the Giants, one guy, I think it's Paul Schwartz, basically stated that the Giants were flabbergasted last night. That Matt Rule told the Giants, listen, they're offering me $9, $10 million a year to be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I still want to meet with you, but I'm just letting you know that there's already an offer on the table. And the Giants did not respond back. They didn't ask for a meeting after. Now, let's be real, Cam. Now, I think Matt Rule would have been a perfect fit, and I think Carolina, you know, got a great coach at Matt Rule. We'll see. Time will tell if he's just hype or now he can win in the NFL as well. But you know Matt Rule got a seven-year contract, Cam. Yeah, I know he did. Seven years, 70 that's a, million. That's a big. Ten million a that's year. That's huge. And of course it is. I wouldn't like, turn it down either. For a guy, said, for a guy that's never zero. coached in the NFL before, for a guy that's never coached in the NFL before, to get seven years, like, you know, three okay, whatever, and no one, you know, guy's not going to be up his life for three. Four, four, five. four or five would have seemed reasonable. Even five is you, a lot, but, you you know, you settle on five. But four. But yeah, four. Seven yeah. is unreasonable. If me, and, if me and you so, were running a franchise, what would you have offered him? I would have offered him four. And if he says, I won't do it for five, we'll accept five. Nothing more than that. You can't commit to a guy for seven damn years. That's crazy, game. Seven years? No. We're going to be in our fifth. But you basically just you basically just accept that you can just fire him anyways. You got to pay yeah. him, but you can just fire him. True. True. Sort of like Gruden. Is Gruden going to last ten years with the Raiders? Probably not. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. You want to be the next daily fantasy legend? Go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, get free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools, and of course, the DailyRoto.com fantasy golf optimizer. Don't lay up. Go for the green with Daily Roto. Head to DailyRoto.com and enter the promo code GREEN to access your free seven-day golf membership. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code GREEN for your free trial. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Back to Gabe Morenci with our guest, Mike Blewett. Uh, thank you very much, the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. Um, so, yeah, people are uh, basically still in shock 
about uh, about uh, Judge Joe Brown. Oh, excuse me. I mean, uh, Joe Judge. <laughs> Might as well Judge. be Judge Joe Brown. Judge I Joe bet Brown. you Judge Joe Brown. Yeah, I bet you Judge Joe Brown. Judge Joe Brown has more experience. Let me look up Judge exactly. Joe Brown. Exactly. I bet he. I bet, no, I bet you Judge Joe Brown is probably a high school coach or something like. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Judge Joe Brown has more experience. And a damn good one. Than Joe Judge. And Joe Judge. You know what's crazy? Is and how you doing, Mike? Blew it. Right behind the um, the LVH, I guess it's called now. I don't know. The Hilton in Vegas used to be the Hilton. It's been called a million names over the years. The Westgate now it's called. Excuse me. The Westgate. Yep. Superbook. But yep, the Superbook. Behind that street cam, behind that, that, that casino and the golf course is actually um, Joe Brown Way. And what's amazing is... I've for years I was convinced that it was named after Judge Joe Brown. <laughs> like, come on, it was Joe Brown Way. I'm like, how many other Joe Browns are there? So, no, it turns out it's not Judge uh, Joe Brown. And I think Judge Joe Brown's kind of crazy, actually, too. Like, just off the top of my head, like, didn't he like, didn't he get arrested? Yeah. He did. He was arrested in Memphis, Tennessee, with charge of five counts of contempt of court and getting verbally abusive during a child support case overseen by a magistrate. Uh, all right. Yeah, I knew. I knew uh, something happened. They sent him to five days in jail, but they didn't go through it that they let him go uh, after. But uh, so Joe Judge is the new head coach. And I just brought it up earlier, Mike. The Giants can try to sugarcoat this all that they want about how ooh, they informed Matt Rule that they were going to go in a different direction, and that's how we ended up getting nearly $70 million. <laughs> uh, and, of course, we're supposed to believe that, right? I, I think what happened is the Giants realized we're not giving him a seven-year deal, and there's no way in hell we're paying a guy that's never coached in a National Football League before $9 million a year, Mike. Correct. I would preface all of this by saying as much fun as it is to talk about, as much as we have all throughout the season have tried to point different guys in different directions at different jobs, I'd say the thing about sports that we can know the least about as analysts and as fans, because the teams don't know what they're talking about in this regard, is what coaches are going to work out in the environment. There's so many variables that occur that it's difficult to say this guy should do well in this job we can suppose and we can obviously talk extemporaneously about what's good and bad about these jobs and which guy works for them but it's extremely difficult to figure it out but in the in the way that you just phrased it you can actually understand why the Giants wouldn't want to do that. He's got one year of coaching experience in the pros and happened to be with the Giants and there's a lot of positive things to be said about him. I actually think Matt Rule landed in a really good job but the one thing that we can say is like Cam said earlier, the Giants are lying. They got caught sleeping. They really did want to interview him, and the Panthers put the money on the table. They, he called them yep. to match. I understand the Giants not wanting to match on the phone. He hasn't interviewed yet. So in yep. that sense, it all it just makes the Giants look bad. The Browns look bad because Rule wouldn't even interview with them. 
But now the Browns actually find themselves in a unique unique position. They've interviewed six guys already with Jim Schwartz and Kevin Stefanski still to come. And they can just sit back. They they will have interviewed eight guys. I actually don't trust them to get it right. But at least they're taking their time uh, and seeing a lot of different angles. Defensive guys, offensive guys, guys with all different ranges of experience as well. You know, and then Joe Judge... Very similar to Daniel Jones, who was just, like, absolutely ripped coming in uh, to the market. Now you get a, a, a coach who has already just been, like, this has been an overwhelming PR disaster for, for the New York Agreed. Giants. Like, he better, he better really woo people in the first interview and be really funny and crack a couple of real good jokes along the way yeah. here. But... I don't understand what the rush was at this point. If you missed out on that rule, fine. And and then you take a step back and you take a deep breath and you say, all right, listen, the draft is a couple of months away here. You know, just because everyone else is hiring coaches, we don't have to, like, panic. There's still guys that are coaching in the playoffs right now uh, that you can yeah. interview. You know, Eric the Enemy yeah. uh, being one of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Eric the Enemy, Kevin Stefanoski. You go down the list, Josh McDaniels. There's, there's other coaches out there as well, I mean, that have done a real good job. Look at Leslie Frazier, head coach, uh, defensive That's coordinator right. of the Buffalo Bills, Jim Schwartz. That's right. You know, you go down the list, but to, to rush into this, to hire a guy who's a Patriot assistant, but not even a, a higher up in the Patriot assistant tree, just Special a guy that's sort of there. Yeah, and if he was Special such a genius, then how years. come he wasn't handling more than special teams? He gave him the wide receiver job this year in an effort to promote him in a similar way that he did this with Patricia, where he sort of elevated him. He sort of elevated Brian Flores, and they moved on and got jobs immediately. So to Belichick's credit, he is giving these guys some level of responsibility and more exposure so that they can ultimately interview well for these jobs and obviously land them. He's three for three the last three times he's done that, at least the ones that we know about. But... It is. I agree with the rushing. I now these guys want to get their staffs together, their staffs together as quickly as possible. I think that's part of the rush. But like I was just saying, and like you were saying, like everybody else is hired up. It's you and the Browns. If you can't prove yourself to be better than the Browns, then you've got far bigger issues than just finding this one head coach. If people are perceiving your job, the New York Giants job, to be worse than the Browns job, you've screwed up so many different ways that it's difficult to really put it into words. It would be from the owner down, and frankly, all three of us think that they have mismanaged this organization horribly for at least the last four years. The three names that were most discussed with the New York Giants, Matt Rule, Mike McCarthy, yep. and, um, and, and you know those, those are the first two. They not Josh even McDaniels. end up getting interviews. Josh McDaniels uh, brought up yeah. often as well. Um, yeah, it's just it's amazing to me. Uh, they Ron did meet Rivera, with McCarthy actually. Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera did was, was the other one I wanted fair. to bring up. That's right. That's right. Now, now they are. I believe that Jason Garrett is in, you know, there was a talk that Jason Garrett was going to get offered the offensive coordinator position. 
yet. Yeah. No, my deal with this possible. is, and just from a practical, from a practical standpoint, is all right. You have a second-year quarterback that needs guidance. Well, you know, he's a special teams guy. Can't help your quarterback. He's never played quarterback. Doesn't know anything about being a quarterback. He was a punter for two years at Mississippi State. All right, that's his. That's his football playing experience. So, how's he going to help Daniel Jones? He can't. Um, how does he relate to Saquon Barkley? He doesn't. Well, all right. So you've got a young quarterback that needs grooming, uh, and what's the the big weakness of the Giants? The defense. Well, he's got a lot of defensive. No, oh no, he's got no defensive experience. He's never been a defensive coordinator. He's never coached the defensive side of the football. Like, and you can't really what, keep anybody from that staff because from this from this so year because that entire so, defensive staff was terrible. So he's a boy genius at 38, yet he doesn't know anything. And now you're going to have to go out and hire every other stiff former head coach to be a coordinator for you? Like, is this the way it's going to work? Because you didn't actually want to pay for a real coach? The New York Giants just cheaped out here. The Giants could have said, you know what, we're not letting Rule get away. They could have said, we're not letting Rule get away. We'll offer him crazy-ass money, not seven years, but we'll, we'll sort of put him in a corner. We'll say, listen, you want to be a coach of the Giants? You know, five years, you know, 50 mil or whatever, 10 mil. And then, then you actually have something to say and go, look, we offered the guy $50 million. And he turned us down. But they hadn't interviewed him. Like, to me, they hadn't it, interviewed him yet. I think they assumed. And I cut a promo about 10 times. And it should be a promo. And I said it about a million times. Mount Rule is his old man. He walked out of the jet uh, room after they said, all right, yeah, yeah, we'll hire the coaches, That's though. Right. He left. He, he could have taken the job with the Oregon Ducks, which is a much flashier and sexier job than Baylor was after all that scandal. He wanted to go to Waco and rebuild it for some reason or another. I, I think agree. the New York Giants uh, I, I, thought, they thought that he was just going to do cartwheels, that they assumed yeah. The Giants, Cam, they're like the Canadians and the Cowboys yeah, and these they, old they, teams. And the, even the Leafs. Auburn yeah, wants to play for the us. Leafs. They don't. Talk to players. Yeah, yeah, I don't exactly. want to play for these teams. I like to play for Nashville. When I go to L.A., I don't have to deal with all these media. I don't have 60 guys crowding my locker every day and asking me stupid questions repeatedly. It's a say And that's the New York market in comparison to hockey. It's like uh, Toronto and Montreal. How much is this Joe Judge guy going to make anyway? Like, what, what are they going to pay him? A couple yeah, hundred a thousand point. dollars? Like, that's the thing. Like, Matt Rules got seven seven years. He's I making bet 10 you. million a year. This guy can't even get a million a year. No one knows who the hell he is. <laughs> I bet you he, I bet you he, Joe Judge, will be amongst the bottom five paid coaches in the NFL. Oh, I got to believe yeah, Despite the being in, in the biggest market. Uh, yeah. Right. And the two veteran coaches you mentioned, Gabe, are too. coaching in their division. Yes. Yeah. Just by chance, though, of course, they miss out on the most expensive guy, but just by chance, they end up with the cheapest guy available. But good job, Maris. Good job. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
All right, lost in the shuffle of all this NFL coaching uh, stuff is the XFL. XFL uh, regular season set to begin the weekend uh, following the Super Bowl. Good timing, actually. That's when the Arena League used that's to start. Smart. And that's when the Arena League uh, used to have their, its most success. So I think it is smart and uh, it is good timing. Uh, but um, before we get into the NFL playoff games, we'll get Blewett's thoughts on the NFL playoffs. The uh, the XFL has announced their full rules right now, and I'm already ultra turned off uh, by this. It's just so gimmicky and stupid, and it's also going to make it harder to bet on it. It's going to discourage sports books from wanting to post numbers on this stuff. Um, when you get into it. And I, I haven't fully grasped all this stuff, but let's just throw it out here right now. All right. The uh, kickoff rules aim to encourage returns while reducing the high-speed collisions. Well, the kickoff will come from the uh, kicking team's 25-yard line. The coverage team will line up at the receiving team's 35-yard line. With the receiving... Really? Only the kicker and receiver can move until the ball is caught, though. See, I'm already confused. What are you guys talking about? The NFL won't kick extra points. Instead, after touchdowns, teams can try to score a one-point conversion from the two-yard line, a two-point conversion from the three-yard line, or a three-point conversion from the ten-yard line. It's ridiculous. In overtime, each team gets up to five no, alternating no extra snaps points, from Gabe. the five-yard line. Yeah, no, no. extra points. No, as I, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I just stated, Mike, yeah, they won't kick extra points. After touchdowns, teams can try to score a one-point conversion, a two-point conversion, or a three-point conversion. In overtime, each team gets up to five alternating snaps from the five-yard line. Every time a team scores, it gets two points. Like, oh, F off. If the teams are still tied at the end of five possessions, they alternate possessions until one team scores and one doesn't. The XFL will allow two forward passes on one play. As long as the first forward pass does not go past the line of scrimmage. Um, we could go on, guys, but I'm already worn out. This is ridiculous, <laughs> stupid. It's one play per game, I think, trying to create a trick plays yes. once per game. Like, you know, like right five, five times you get the ball. Like, just everything. Everything is just whacked out. That I don't like at all. I don't like, like the overtime at all. You don't want to be watching a league and watching a game and not knowing what the hell is going to happen next all the time. I agree. And trust me, people are stupid to begin with, okay? They're stupid to begin with. You think, well, what are you going to do? You're going to put it up quickly on the screen cam? Oh, yeah, by the way, these are the new rules. Oh, there's two forward passes on one play. No, you're going for it. Like, what the hell are they doing, dude? Like, this is more gimmicky than the first time around. Oh, it was. Which the first time was gimmicky. fine. Yeah, I agree with you. The first time was fine. They should have just adapted those rules. That's insane to have different um, conversions from different yard lines and stuff. Two forward passes. People can barely get the NFL stuff right. What the hell are you going to do with this? It's going to be a train wreck again. You know what, Gabe? I thought, uh, you know, the XFL would have a chance. It's just one of these things. It will not last. It will not last. Without fantasy, gambling, all this other stuff, this is another league that they think it's going to work. It will yeah. not work. It'll be done the probably The referees in are going to need a book. They're going to be like, is this legal? I don't know. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the players, the coaches, are they even going to know half this stuff all the time? 
Like, I get it. Like, you know, as far as, you know, you want to tweak this, you want to make it a little cooler with that. Like, why are you allowing two passes on one play? They, they had similar NFL rules. The league was gone. These guys are staying in hotels. Bills weren't paid. The league went bankrupt. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, you can say what you want about the NFL. There's been, there's it's not the USFL, NFL. Like, there's not that league that has respect since that point. It's just people won't be buying into it. There's so many other things going on. I just can't see how this works. I don't know what you think, Mike, but I, I, I see this as a disaster. I, I I am not optimistic, and I think Gabe and yourself hit on a really important point. You can institute a whole bunch of the stuff that we just talked about, but the three options after scoring a touchdown and not having any idea what the conversion rates are going to be makes gambling extremely difficult even for the most experienced handicappers. Correct. It'll turn them off. Period. It'll, yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll just because you know, the three listen, of us have watched a be... combined a hundred years of football. We have no idea what the conversion rates are going to be on those. Well, there's it's about 40, you know, 54 percent from the two yard line. There's going to be light limits that on we this know. stuff. Oh, yeah, you know, it'll but like the thing circles, is, if you're the oh, XFL, yeah, but if the thing is, if you're the XFL, your popularity is pretty much. Pretty much behoven to to gamble. Contingent upon it, yeah. Like if people yeah. if people like like gambling on your league, they'll watch it more, right? If and and if they'll gamble on it more if it's simple. Like the Alliance League, the product was actually pretty damn good. For like, like they should all be proud. Like for the product that the coaches and the players that they put on the field in a short amount of time, the television production was good. Everything was good. Their only thing is they didn't have any money. <laughs> so they couldn't they couldn't keep it going. But, you know, if I'm the XFL, I'm keeping the rules as almost as similar to, to the NFL. Just tweak the stupid things. You know what I mean? Take take away like things that really bother people. But you know, to me, that's the sport the NFL is the problem. It's the delivery of the NFL. Like, if you're the XFL, don't have as many commercials. Have more of a flow to the game. You know what I mean? If you want the clock to tick, fine. The game's going to be quicker. Have more of a flow, but encourage people to bet on it. And people aren't going to want to bet on it if they're watching it and they've got 200 bucks or 500 bucks on a game. And they think, oh, yeah, I'm about to win the game because of this. And then, Cam, you lose your bet because the team goes for three. From the ten yard line, <laughs> you know, I'm it. not betting on this again. I just lost because they yeah. they went for three points from the ten yard line. Yeah. Right, it's, they're it's, down two the and they're right. going for the win from the ten. Yes, instead of going exactly. for the tie from the three. Exactly, that would happen. Is, a a bad like if, team you, you late in the, the season the they'll MLS, go for three. The MLS didn't make it. Oh yeah, you get two two goals. You get you get two points for a goal from forty feet. No, they have a normal soccer league. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand, soccer. like, why you yeah. do this. Like, yeah, no, exactly. No, well, I was soccer you know that How's that? Um, it works in indoor soccer, Gabe. The the bonus goal and stuff like that, that's how you get people there because literally no, it'll it be does me it. and a couple relatives. Trust me, I've, I've covered the league. That's the only reason people go. No, you want to watch know. a regular soccer game? You have to have gimmicks and 
when 500 people are showing up to a sporting no, event. No, but indoor it's... soccer is the gimmick. That's enough. You don't need, like, to add the yeah. stupid stuff. Anytime leagues add stupid stuff, it doesn't work. It's same with golf camp. You know, whenever they get into these weird tournaments and this and this matchup and that, like, people care less. You know what I mean? Whenever it's just not straightforward scoring, it turns off the casual fan. They think it's a joke suddenly. Like, you know, look at the CFL and all the jokes the CFL get about having one rule with a single point. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that crazy league. You know, and even that doesn't make, you know, that's not a crazy rule, actually, if you think about it. It's not. You know, it actually does add a little entertainment. Listen, I want the XFL to succeed. I want to bet on it. I hope this doesn't scare sports books off and make them say, you know what, this is just garbage. I'm, we're not setting numbers on this crap. It's just too shilly and gimmicky. It's too hard to set data to. You know, I think I think sports books will do it. Not all of them will have it. Um, and there'll be extremely low limits because of it, and it'll then it'll temper people's excitement. Because if Vince McMahon thinks that people are going to tune in to a New York Guardian game, unless they have money on it, then uh, Vince McMahon uh, better stick to programming wrestling. And word on the street is he doesn't do that very uh, well right now anymore either. Uh, but NFL playoffs, Mike. NFL uh, playoffs. What do you think about the, the games this weekend? I, I think the AFC games, my initial reaction is that the spreads are, while I'm not particularly comfortable with the spreads, I think those are, I think the, this is a collision course the whole time. Chiefs, Ravens. Uh, I'm not really that comfortable with the larger spreads, but I think Baltimore and the Chiefs are a tease for me. I think I tease those games to get them down, and I could see them winning by a touchdown each. I, I think the Chiefs have a better chance of like a pretty extreme blowout as opposed to the Ravens, who. Look, I love the fact that they have the week off, but you've talked in the past about Andy Reid doing really well coming off of buys, and this sets up really well for him. Uh, the Texans kind of in kind of sort of lucky to be there uh, in that way. I think that Vikings Niners game is really interesting to me, just simply because of the way the Vikings played. They played great the other day. Maybe the Saints didn't play well, but I give the Vikings a lot of credit for that. I didn't see that coming. Um, and I like Cam's Hawks. I'm not. I'm not trying to put a mush on you, but I, I like the Hawks to be the one underdog that advances this week. You know, you I think worry it's going to be a favorite Thanks. week. Uh, yeah, you know what, Cam? You know, I'm as. Uh, I've been on Seattle as much as anybody this year. Yeah, I've had been confidence good. in them. This is where their run ends, I believe. I think the, I've been talking. I think the Green Bay Packers have been underestimated. It's going to be freaking tough to go in there. They're not the Philadelphia it Eagles. The tough. Seahawks were lucky to beat the Eagles. Like with and Keith, Eagles uh, with, 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 with Josh McCown, with a four, 40 year old yeah, quarterback with, with, with a substitute teacher. He was marching. At, yeah, with a with a third like string wide four, receiver, a, a guy. Yeah, a little bit, Mike. But I'm I'm going to tease it for security. But look what the Eagles are running in there with Scott, third string, four string receivers. They had no big guys there, and they were moving the ball on Seattle's defense. Unless Clowney and those guys get any type of pressure on Aaron Rodgers, he will pick them apart. McCown was running away from I them. I was like, what the hell's going on here? This it was a ever all these Seahawks fans think it was a great win. No, no. I was very I'm happy they won the game, but that was a pathetic performance. That was any other team in the playoffs, they would have lost that game. They were very lucky they got the Eagles. They're also banged up too. The night, 
they are they are Mike, but I'm also saying that's why I didn't mind that loss to uh, to the 49ers. Yeah, but that's look the what point. Minnesota did. Look what Minnesota did to New Orleans. The, you think if, if Minnesota played Seattle, they would have murdered them. Murdered them. <laughs> it's the, tough, man. I'll tell the you. Green Bay's aren't the Eagles. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, like Green Green Bay at home, it's going to be tough. You know, they might not cover the four. I think they probably do. If I'm you play all left. four money lines with the favorites, it's plus 209, which isn't actually that bad. Uh, San Francisco is going to beat Minnesota. Baltimore will beat Tennessee. Kansas City is going to win, and Green Bay is going to win. From a point spread perspective, I think Tennessee, like if I'm looking at upsets here, I don't think, I think Kirk Cousins got his win. Everybody talks, oh, he's the monkey this and oh, now this and that. They're going to lose this week, all right? They'll probably get blown out. I think they'll go down. Tennessee, I think, can play with Baltimore. I don't think, like, Tennessee was a fluke last week. I think Tennessee match up extremely well with pretty much everybody. Like, they just match up stylistically well. They can play a lot of different styles, Tennessee. I think they can hang, actually. Houston, I think it's going to get overwhelmed by Kansas City, except that back door will be open. And then you get Seattle and Green Bay. I think it'll sort of be kind of like Seattle and Philadelphia, except Green Bay will do to them kind of what Seattle did to Philly. You know what I mean? It'll be ugly, like 20 to 10 or something. It'll always sort of be close, but Green Bay will be ahead, I think. Yeah. Mike blew it. What Thanks, do you want, uh, Mike? What do you want next? Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Shout out to Peter Laviolette. I'm on when another hockey coach got fired. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Uh, thanks to Mike Blewett uh, for joining us. Big man on campus will join us uh, via Skype uh, in the uh, 6 o'clock hour. We'll take a look at some of the college basketball games on the board here uh, tonight. Although we do have uh, sad news for uh, Buffalo. Uh, you know, we know that Buffalo, of course, another depressing loss for the Buffalo Bills. Um, I'm actually not all that, you know, disappointed by it, actually. I sort of expected it. And number two... It's part of the process. The Bills are definitely going in the right direction. They're going to be a bitter, angry team, and they need to win the division, get home field, and you'll see the Bills will go deep into the playoffs. Like, this is a team that's capable of going to a Super Bowl in a year or two. I, I legitimately believe that, but they're going to need home field advantage. Uh, but, um, you know, Buffalo already leads America in singles as it is, and Cam Salino and Barnes. Yep. Uh, it looks it. like the paperwork is going through right now. Personal injury uh, lawyers Salino and Barnes are finally going to split up and open up their own separate law firms, according to court papers. The problem is, Cam, the phone number. That's such a good number, man. <laughs> Who gets the number is the battle. <laughs> That's what's holding everything up. 
why don't they both get it? And basically, like, when you call, it says, if you want Salino, press one. If you want Barnes, press yeah, two. Barnes, press two. I agree. I agree. But I will say this. Steve Barnes is kind of on his own in that community. The Salino family also oh, has we get up? Did we get up the picture? Uh, yeah, they got Salino plumbing. Uh, like, Yang, this is, the, not this is what we said you. you <laughs> uh, so, yeah, here, here, here they are here right now. <laughs> Salino. <laughs> 1-800-888-888-888. It's a very, yeah, very good number. It. Now, basically, it looks like Salino's been kicking his ass here. Uh, Salino says, after three years of needless, wasteful litigation during uh, which respondents Barnes has lost virtually every contested issue. Barnes now <laughs> accepts the reality of the situation and advised this court that he will consent to a dissolution. Uh, Salino says in court papers. Yeah. Totally, Salino's the, got uh, power. Barnes better shut up or he's going to see himself buried somewhere in Buffalo. <laughs> Salino for a powerful family.